0: Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros, Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. We are here and we are live. So welcome uh, to MI Live again. Uh, so here we are, if you haven't been to MILI before, this is where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. Uh, I am Jay Weiss, and with me is always, I believe he's, it's that way, yeah, yeah that way, that way, is Dr. Uh, Bradley P. Dieter, Ph.D., and a bunch of other letters that I can't remember. And below us today is Mr. Dylan Miller, Director of Sales and a Macros Inc. Coach, um, and if while we're discussing everything today, if you guys have any questions at all, make sure to ask away and we will get through all of your questions, uh, sometime throughout the show. But before we get into any, uh, casual conversation, get into our first topic today, and that is how do we stay on track while working from home? And as most, a lot of us are getting used to going back to work, there's still a large portion of people who are working from home more. Doing a hybrid, going to work a couple of days and working from home. So, Brad, uh, Dylan, you're the newest one to work from home. Uh, Brad and I have done it for a while. So, Dylan, what do you think has been the hardest, the, the biggest challenge? Uh, and we'll get to family things just when you're working from home alone, when you're all alone. What do you think has been the biggest challenge, uh, as far as nutrition, training, anything, uh, with working from home? <clears throat>
1: the biggest
2: thing you find out really quickly is that you need to develop self accountability. Um, and that can be a hard thing to do. But, um, I was, I was already, I was prepared. Like I, two jobs ago, um, several years ago, I tried, I, I did have a job where I could kind of work from wherever. And I noticed pretty quickly that like I needed to set tasks for myself and, and objectives in order to get things done, and help hold myself accountable. So I kind of learned from there, but, um, I would say that just holding yourself and that can look like a lot of things, but it can be setting a schedule, writing things down, just structuring it however you want, but just try to adhere to that sort of, that structure so that it becomes routine. Um, that was the biggest thing and that goes for nutrition or training or just anything in life for for creatures of habit. So I just stuck to a schedule and carved that out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I I agree. I think that the, uh, the habit thing that you said, there were creatures of habit, that's the, uh. The biggest one. I think it's also easier to to diverge from a habit when you have no one else to keep you accountable. And I don't even mean somebody say do this, do that. When you don't have somebody else to bring it over your shoulder, um, it, it's it gets really, really difficult. Brad, how, how about you, Brad? What is your what do you think the biggest challenge is for working from home?
1: Uh for
0: me it's Ooh, your mic is very loud. Oh, I think you're. On
1: your lapel.
0: Should I move it a little bit further away? You're on your lapel mic, I think, versus your desktop mic. Oh,
1: maybe that's it. Maybe Is that that
2: fancy tripod thing.
1: Yeah, because I get your you. Um. Okay. Well, I'll I'll see if I can turn the uh, the audio down a wee bit. Um. But for me, the hardest part was like s- separating work and everything else. Right. Like I'm wired to always be working. Um. And so whenever my computer's like within arm's reach, I can just run in there and work, right? So it's I'm trying to like shut off the email and shut off the computer and step away from it um, is really difficult. Yeah. And then the other the other part is getting to the gym becomes difficult because like you're just so used to being either always at home or always at work. So you have to like stop whatever you're doing and go. It's not like you can stop at the gym on your way home from work or on your way to work. It's like, you really have to carve out that time. Yeah.
0: I, I, I think that's a big one. I mean, I have a gym in my basement and even, even trying to you with, with having it working out at home, I think it's always the, I'll get it done in a little bit. I'll, I have all day, I have all day. And, and and at some point I go through phases, right? Like, like right now I'm in the, I I don't before the quarantine, I was in that phase where I need to go to a gym to work out home is my office home is um, my home is my office. My home is where I'm at all the time and the gym is somewhere where I need to go to stop. I don't want to be at home anymore. And I think that's a, a, a real problem. People, people have after a while, but I think the other thing people don't realize is like your routine or your habits like whatever goal you set for yourself for that day can change daily, right? I might have a new, a new way today. I'm going to check my emails. Uh, I'm going to check my emails for an hour and then take a 10 minute break. And then tomorrow, maybe I will check my, I will uh, check my emails every 15 minutes. I'm going to check emails and then bounce over to something else and then bounce back after an hour, bounce back to emails. I think it's, I, I sent my, my, lay out my routine for the day. However I'm feeling based on that day, I just make sure I have one. And same thing, same thing with eating. I think that eating's a a, a really big one. I have, you know, it, it's it's easy to go when you're at home versus work, you have a whole kitchen full of food. Um, I think it's a lot easier and it's, and it's so easy now. And, and so common to just grab your phone, order something and have it delivered so you can keep working. You don't even have to cook. Having prepared things is I think key. I, I mean, I, I even, if I buy right now, if I buy lettuce, that's not pre-cut. I won't even use
2: it. I have to, it's
0: not like pre-made and pre-done and ready to go. I
2: think I, that's also been sort of like, like amplified over the last couple of months, especially with like, what yeah. you're talking about with people ordering food. There's been nothing else to do. So that has been like a mm-hmm. thing in people's lives.
1: Yeah. Brad, do you have anything to add? It's funny because I'm the opposite. Like my default is. If I don't have prepared prepared food in the house, I just don't eat. Like, <laughs> do you, yeah. Are you like? Because
2: Morgan says, Brad Morgan says, he never gets hungry. Like, and you know, swears by that. Is that like that for you at all? Or like, can you no, just go through the day and you don't notice you're, that you're hungry?
1: I get pretty hungry. I just like, oh, okay. I just I don't care enough to stop what I'm doing to go prepare food. So all like, if I go, eh, I can probably like hammer through being hungry for the next four hours and make it to dinner. I just, and there's not like a lunch I can go heat up. I won't take 10 minutes to go make lunch. It's terrible.
0: Yeah. I'll go, I'll go and throw something like leftovers or make something to throw in the microwave. And then I can't wait the three minutes by the microwave for it to finish. So I'll come back upstairs to work and then I'll forget about it for like three hours and go back down and do the same thing. I'll go warm it up and then forget about it. And then, Later that night, I'll be like, "What smells? In the, what smells like like old broccoli in the? In the- yeah. Oh,
2: it was the broccoli I left in the, in, the, in the microwave.
0: Yeah, and then it's you know six hours old and it's gross and I don't want to eat it anymore. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, no, I never, I never sit here thinking, "Oh my god, I need to eat, I need to eat." I always, I, I get, I get bored, or I'm working on something that I don't want to, or something that I'm just like, "Oh my god, when is this gonna end?" And I need to find an
1: excuse. I'm like, "Oh, I'm hungry. I gotta go eat." Yeah. So you just you don't want to work, and eating's a good excuse, yeah, exactly, yeah um like here's and here's a question for you for both of you is like how how much do you care about setting boundaries at home, like between work and everything else <clears throat> work and like not work um I, previously.
0: Um, I never did. I worked 24 hours. I didn't care. Um, now I, I kind of set them every day, set a, uh, like the expectation for the day. So I nobody, so nobody yeah. gets, mad. so it's if I have a lot of work to do and I'll update throughout the day, like, Hey, I'm going to work till 7 PM tonight. And then every night it's known that like, right before I go to bed, I got to check emails and assign clients and stuff for the day. But <clears throat> like I, most of the time it's like, all right, 7 PM, you know, it depends, uh, you know, does my wife work the next day? If she does, she has to get up really early. So then it's, you know, we'll have to, we won't be, if if I work until nine, we go to bed at nine. So then we won't be able to see each other. So then I stop working at seven, but if she's off and if she's in school again right now, so if she's in school and has work, I work till 11 and we're fine. So, but I think that having that, but before I would, I would announce and plan my schedule, say my schedule and stuff, uh, two things would happen. One, it would cause problems when I was working longer than she expected me to and two, it would cause problems when I was done working and wanted to hang out and she was not ready. Um, yeah. But now with those expectations, I think it, it levels the playing field a little bit.
2: For, yeah, for me, I, I need them. Like, it's it's a must. I, I have to – and they have to know when when work time is or when I'm busy doing work. Um, and then also I do need, you know, that balance. Like, And I, I said this earlier, like, I, I come from – that sort of seven to four, eight to five sort of structure, which I stretch it out now more, but I still have a sense of when I should be off doing family stuff and playing with the kids and giving my time to them and when I should be like, this is time for work only. So I, I definitely, I don't think I could get much done without that. structure. So to me, it's, I place a lot of them. For it, so.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's I, and not having, you know, it depends on your life. Some people don't have to do that. It depends on what you have going on. Um, you know if if this is at work she works 12-hour shifts so i just get up and do my thing and don't have to i just know that when she gets home at at eight fifteen, my work's pretty much done for the night
2: yeah
0: so perfect so if people are looking for dylan if people are looking for more tips tricks ideas guidance on how to stay on track while working from home where's a good place for them to go where could they go to get help with that
2: that's a great question, um,
0: Dylan. Dylan, look at your screen. Where could they go for help with that?
2: I, I I'm, I'm, I'm having to think of. Uh, I'm pretending to think. Oh, um, oh. go to our <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, th- I thought that was a real reaction. You're, you're quite the, quite the actor. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, macrosink.net/slash/services. Um, go to our website. It's right there. It's a very well laid out page.
0: Yeah, you'll get a, we got a two week free trial on our nutrition coaching, our accountability, uh, training, complete coaching, which is nutrition and training, um, does not have a two week free trial. But if you do register, get a question, you'll talk to one of three people and it will be one of the three people on your screen right now. Um, That's true. yeah. So,
1: Jay, um, do you need the www before zinc time?
0: There is no www. Oh, is I'm going to disable that on the website and just have it go to raddeater.com.
2: Does anything even require www at the beginning anymore? It doesn't, I, think,
0: I think most domains have switched over to not require but most of them yeah. still work. If you put it in, they read.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, all right. Uh, Melissa fly said we have closed caption. So the Facebook page must close caption. Cause that's where I'm assuming she's coming, commenting from. And I know YouTube live, YouTube live, which we're on as well. Uh, does captioning. I did not know that Facebook Live actually actually did that now. So that's kind of uh and,
1: that's some tech right there. And, I wonder how accurate that is. Or um, how funny it is.
0: I'll go with I've spoken to Melissa a couple of times. So I'll go with good enough for what it for, for live act, actual real time captioning.
2: I assume it would be the same as talking into your phone. Phone's dictation, right? That would be similar yeah. to that.
0: At this point I think it's pretty Pretty, I think that like things like Siri and uh, Alexa and yeah. and OK Google or whatever it's called have. uh yeah. Is that what it is called? OK Google. I don't know. Well, I don't it's have.
2: Might be on something there though.
0: All right, let's jump into sec in the topic two.
2: What is the lo- what
0: are the largest nutrition and fitness obstacles faced from having children or?
1: dogs brad i was gonna say i feel like if you guys <laughs> i'll just leave for 10 minutes and you guys can, you guys can talk because i do not have kids so what are, count, man. so
0: i think we should go and order brad me dylan because dylan has like 37 kids if you, <laughs> if you have more than one you have 37 um two, two kids
2: or, and one in the womb is equal to 37 That's it really is awesome. yeah
0: i mean and that kid is bouncing out so brad what do you think i mean and and, and I, I noticed this when I got my dog years ago. It like first off, I also think that having a dog is h- harder work than having a child um, because you can take your kid with you. You can't take a dog with you. If you want to go out of town, your kids come with you. If you want to go out of town, your dog stays there, and then you have to find somebody who likes dogs. Is it going there? Is it staying at home? Is you know, it's a pain in the ass. Well, I'll so, tell you
2: this: bringing your kids somewhere brings a whole set of new problems with it. I'm just saying. You keep going.
0: No, that's why you just get them when they're when they're seven, and it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah, get In
1: that part <laughs> I did got one when
0: it was seven. It was a lot. Jay
1: ordered one from Amazon.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, that's fairly close. So, Brett, what do you think the biggest challenge is with having like the added responsibility and the added time to to having dog, to having to having pets? I, I mean, I know there is some, um, especially especially two, and when you have to walk them and things like that. Does it take away time from nutrition, training, anything, or is it just something that is so small and you bounce to it?
1: I mean, the thing for me is I have have to be a lot more thoughtful with my time. Like, I used to be like, oh, I can always find time to go to the gym, right? It was like, eh, I can get up, I can do this, I can do that, but it's like, there's also additional people that rely on me that have to be a priority over my own time. Yeah. Um, And so I would imagine with kids that is to an even greater degree and to an even greater amount. Like my dogs, they probably get an hour worth of walking a day. Um, And sometimes my wife will do that. And, like, I have to feed them and I have to watch them. But it's not like they need, like, substantial amounts of parenting. You know, it's like after they're, you know, two or three years old, they're fairly self-sufficient. and It's a little bit less time. But I would imagine just the time constraints would be a lot more. I mean –
0: I don't know. I still have to pick up my dog's poop. Don't have to pick up a nine-year-old's poop. So I'm just saying yeah, that's that. true. So, like, I don't know. I went from 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 no children whatsoever to in, to now he'll be ten next month. Um, so eight, nine, and now ten. Um, it's I, I think that, and I had a dog before. Now there are two dogs, and the <clears throat> I think that it changes it in the kids make it. It makes it harder. Things I never realized, like like I never had Cheetos or Doritos or snack food or potato chips. I had pretzels. That was it. That was the only like snack food I had in my house. Occasionally I buy some gold. But everything in my fridge was like, was just like lunch meat, meat for the day. And I'd go shopping every day. And it's instead of keeping a ton of food in the house. And it's just not something that's, that's possible anymore. And the, the temptation to, to, to eat, to, to the temptation to snack is, is the same, but what you snack on changes. I think it's a lot easier to, to say, oh, instead of going to grab celery or an apple, uh, well, here's a bag of chips. And case in point, here's a bag of chips. Um, it, it's, because they're around. Once you remove that temptation with that, when that temptation wasn't there, it was so much easier to die and to stay on track. Um, and I think for me, the thing that started to work the most is, making is i I mean he's almost ten so now. hes he he uses the microwave he makes his own food uh, we started learning how to use we he can make macaroni and cheese with supervision this month um so Big I, step. yeah I mean I just learned it thir- I learned at <laughs> thirty three and i'm thirty five so he's way ahead of me
2: uh,
0: the limit now. I got him doing his own laundry last month so we're like solidly doing his own laundry so we're good
2: um
0: so i I think that's the biggest one is. Once I once we worked out the self reliance issues and and, and I learned to be self reliant on myself and not on what he was eating, it really made a difference. Dylan, how is it with you? Have, you have younger kids. How is it with with having an army of toddlers?
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's funny because I, I wrote about this not too long ago uh, in the group. But um, as far as the nutrition and fitness goes, I I still eat the same way. But what did change was my was my mm. training exercises i would do in other words i was much more gym oriented for kids now as as i've as kids have grown up they've become like i just i just work out differently i'll start doing more home exercises I'll, I'll do um less stuff in the gym but i'm still getting the amount of total volume workouts in at my house for example so i think the, the types of exercises for me have changed and um and the location has certainly changed other than that, um, I mean, you realize you have more mouths to feed than just one yourself. So, I mean, that 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 changes the dynamic of the way you cook, how you who you cook for, the meals, the overall meals that you cook. So, um, it's it's a, jug, a juggling act. I don't. I wish I could like sum it up all in in one succinct message, but um, needless to say, it's 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 an act that you just learn how to sort of balance. I guess for me, you just, and maybe you guys are the same, but I detract from certain areas where I had a little bit of wiggle room in my life to accommodate for that. Like I just do less of a little bit less of other things to incorporate the new things that come in and the responsibilities I have to take on.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, the first thing that gets sacrificed for most people is gym time with, with anything, with pets, with dog with kids, with, with a spouse, with a significant other, you're dating somebody, whatever. Gym time, I think is the number one thing to get sacrificed. And then outside of that, then it's nutrition and it's, It's definitely a struggle. Um, I get, I get the benefit of, you know, I think all of us get the benefit and uh, of our families knowing that, well, we, this is our profession. So if I say I have to go to the, like, you know, if I, if I, if I were to say I have to go to the gym every day, like at 7am, I have to be at the gym, like for work. I I, I just have to, I can't keep, I can't not work out or I have to have my own diet for work. I have to, I can't, I'm gaining a little weight. I have to diet. I need to diet down for this. I think that for, for us, it would, I think our families are, they know immediately. If we say that's what's happening, that's what has to happen. Um, but I think that that comes from them hearing us talk to other people and try to help them figure out these issues. You know, I, th- I think for other people, they can just sit down, have that conversation with their significant other, with their family and say, listen, this isn't going to affect you. All I need you to do is understand, I'm going to do this. And, you know, if you're the one who cooks at home, when I, when I cook at home, if I'm cooking for everybody and I don't, you know, if I'm watching what I'm eating, I make my own thing. I'll make them still food. You know, I I know that the nine-year-old doesn't want to eat like plain grilled chicken, which I like. Um, So I'll make, you know, I have individual frozen pizzas. He might have a little frozen pizza. I'll make chicken and vegetables for me, chicken chicken and fries for Lisa, and he'll have a pizza. And hey, we ate together as a family still, and it was a quick fix, but it 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 still served its purpose, and everybody everybody's happy, and the peace was kept, and there were no there was no it's it's all about me and my diet. No, everybody's doing their own thing. Um, That's a really good point, and, and I've learned I I reply a lot more on um I reply I rely a lot more on frozen um frozen meals, and I'm I'm a big fan of single serving frozen meals. I think they're one of the best things that. That I have, that I discovered, I didn't use them when I was single or or previously in my life. And they're a huge time saver. Um, just throw it in. I can make, you know, he's going to have chicken nuggets for dinner. I might have one or two. I'll count them, but then I can have a 230, uh, 250, 300 calorie single serving meal and I'm good. Um, you ever
2: get the ones that are, um, like the bagged, um, they're not frozen, but they're, they're like steamable microwave veggies. So you can get like broccoli and. And yeah, those I'm, are super convenient too. I use those all the time. I mean, oh no, I, in three and a half minutes, they're good to go. And it's
0: I, might, I even microwave the non-steam fresh ones. So I don't, <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. So, but, but one of the things that I think that one of the reasons that I think we, that you know one, one, two, what Brad, what is one place that you, cause you recently started u- utilizing prepared meals. Uh, you did, you did not before, and I am ordering mine. I have my order placed. I just have to hit finalize on my card. Oh, it came! Nice. it came! Oh my god! How I only
1: got about like a third of the way through my lunch before, before I had to jump on this. Before I started yelling at you and giving. So the on the front of that, Brad, is does it show
2: all the nutrition info and everything too?
1: Yes. So as we're talking in this vein, um, we do have a meal prep partner, uh, mother of macros. So. It's pretty sweet. I did do an unboxing video. Um, did you really? <laughs> down below. So I'm going to post that to the group after this. I didn't want to do it live right before we did this live. That's why I was a little bit late to this because I just walked in the door and I needed to, needed to get that done. So I had to put them in the fridge. But um, so this is a maple bacon hash from Mother of Macros. Um, use Macros 10 at checkout to save 10%. And I'm actually pretty impressed by the, the portion sizes too. Um how many it's, calories in that in that whole thing right there? I'm just three hundred and seventy six.
2: Okay, so they're they're a typical like lunch size sort of meal that you would normally get.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's pretty solid. So, yeah. um, it's actually pretty reasonable. Like I'm I'm pretty pumped. You know who uh, Dave Portnoy is, Brad? Oh, I may be- or may not have a okay. Davy Day Trader Global sweatshirt Dude. coming into my house.
2: <laughs> Here's what you need to do: you need to become the Dave Portnoy of macros inc for mother of macros and you can like start each video and then you know one bite everyone knows so you can say some sort of version of that but like you're dave portnoy doing those reviews
1: (laughs) yes now i just need a hundred million (laughs) dollars (laughs) right did you speaking of that did you also see uh, what showed up at my house yesterday eight nine ten weeks later what is that? I can't even oh, see. Oh, it's a Lambo. Is no. that,
2: it,
1: yeah, that's awesome. There you go. I ordered it from Wish, and it actually came. That's awesome. Oh, so sorry to detract from the, the episode, but I just I was very excited about this yesterday. I would be too, man.
0: Get to some comments real quick. Hey, Sarah. Sarah said, you have to do the whole thing to confuse the kids. HTTP, semicolon, forward slash, <laughs> WWW, full stop. Wait, I got it wrong. Missed a slash. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Pretty
0: good. Uh, kids steal your macros. No, here, here's how, and somebody else said this too. One of my kids only wants from my bowl. I'm going to show you guys the official non-parenting way to keep your children away. You just need to use a really big knife. If you use a really big knife to <laughs> cut your steak, oh, <laughs> then they don't come near you. For anybody wondering, this is an M1 Grand Bayonet from World War II. Um, the more really effective it is, right?
2: Like, like samurai sword, for example, that's really going to ward them off.
0: Um, yeah. I think we would fight over a samurai sword. Like he'd pull out one, and then we'd just battle for for one because he would want that. This is when I really wish we could edit this show. No, it's perfect. I'm not saying. I'm saying you just use a big knife. Nobody's gonna like like walk softly and carry a big stick.
1: Walk softly and carry a big stick.
0: You've never heard that quote? Yeah, I'm just repeating it. Yeah. So instead, I chew slowly and carry a big knife. <laughs> that's pretty much the same thing, I guess. Yeah. Like juice <laughs> slowly. carry a big knife. That, that's it. Or a big fork. Huh, there you go. Some stabbing utensil for when little hands when they come, you don't, you stab right in front of them and they, they don't, they don't do anything or you bite them. That that's, also, why Jay,
2: that's why Jay skipped the younger kids' age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
0: I would not be able to I can barely handle a dog and a cat. I can barely uh, handle myself. Pauline has a question. Should we answer it? Oh, I didn't even see these other ones. Man, I got to scroll down. Yeah, Shay. Pauline said, if I do a three-hour moderate bike ride and burn 1,200 calories, do I eat them back? I'm feeling pretty depleted post-ride. Let's go with the first part. Brad, would you eat them back? Uh, I would not
1: eat back all 1,200 calories.
0: Okay. Dylan, how would you counter the feeling depleted post-ride?
1: Um, I would
2: look into a, a post recovery meal of some sort. I would, I would, depending on, I mean, you could real simple way to do it, a scoop a protein powder and, um, some oats, mix some sort of carbohydrate with it. You might be, you might be feeling the effects from that, depending on how long you went from your last meal, but I would look into some, some post workout sort of, uh, solution there. If that makes you feel any better.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you could, you know, without even like, let's say you're just burning 1200 calories without even. Trying Maybe we reduce your daily fat intake and add some more carbs in so you can get 30 grams of carbs post-workout post or intra-workout. Try some intra-workout carbs. Um, I can't remember offhand what the intra-workout recommendation was, how many grams, what, 15, 20, 20 grams of carbs?
1: Yeah, no, somewhere around there. It depends on – so if you have like a multi-hour endurance thing, right. um, yeah. it's yeah. generally about 60 to 90 per hour. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, uh, But that's for like performance and replacing right well three
0: hour a three hour moderate bike ride i would say and 60 grams in halfway through
1: yeah that's what i would recommend yeah
0: look try lowering your fat intake throughout the day putting some intra workout carbs in see if that helps uh do any of your significant do any of you have a significant other who lives a totally different lifestyle food etc etc yes uh how uh how do you balance taking care of their way of eating so uh, I'll go first. a stroke. My wife is like a waffle and popcorn human being uh, things that I've never ever really eaten. Um, like I said, when I cook meals, I just she'll, she'll either make her own and I'll make mine um, or she'll make if anything, she'll if she cooks, um, she'll typically cook something that everyone will eat. If I cook, I'll make things individually for people um, or everybody's eating mine and I don't hear complaints but yeah, talking about it was the biggest thing. Um, when we started dating, I already was in macros Inc. So it was kind of a, uh, a known thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we really just don't expect the other person to be who we are. Right. Like my life career, my workout choices, all that stuff is, are different than my wife's and we're just very different people and we can, do those things and have respect for each other. Right. So um like I do most of the cooking. And so we kind of cook in a semi certain way. Um But we also are not like super strict rigid people. So we kind of know like, hey, here's the level of flexibility we have. And most nights we'll eat like this. Some nights we'll eat like that. And we'll just kind of communicate about it. It's never like a point of contention in our house. Like, we, we just just we just live. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's it's not a, not an issue. We kind of just each do our own thing. Dylan?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's uh, you guys basically already summed it up, but for me, it's just a matter of, I will literally say, what do you guys want? And if I want to eat it, I'll eat it. If I don't, i say, okay, I'm just going to make my own thing. It's just, it just is. What I, it's more about taking care of myself. Nothing else that they do is an inconvenience to me. It just all fits together. I've just yeah. made it work that way.
0: Yep. We have one last. Lisa said, Uh, until they become teenagers and eat your counted counted for shred chicken as a midnight snack. So Lisa, here is not what you do. Um, when I, when I worked at a firehouse, I had a guy who would eat my protein powder or my chicken, whatever I had, he would eat and he would never admit it was him. And we all knew it was him because he was the only guy up at that time. So I'm ready for Brad's eye roll and disclaimer to pop up.
2: Because so, Jay put it in a camera in there and copied it, right? Todd?
0: No, but what, what we actually did was, I feel my protein powder, and it was really, really getting annoying. Um, And then he'd always make, oh, protein powder, going to make muscle. And like, okay. And we, uh, we put in some powdered laxative into it. <laughs> And uh, he took he took a scoop of it didn't set, and I and I knew somebody was in there because it was the last scoop it was there were two scoops left and there was only one when I got up in the morning and uh, like, hey Paul did you eat my uh, did you take some of my protein no 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 I would never I don't want that crap like 20 minutes later Paul spent the next like six hours in the bathroom and so <laughs> yeah if you want to uh, get back at your teenagers um, just put some something bitter tasting in in uh, on the chicken and they'll never eat it again. Or just
1: tell them that you did it, but don't actually do it. Don't, <laughs> And just play psychological warfare. would be like, I may or may not have put some substantial laxative work in there. You're going to have to God. decide if you're willing to take the risk. Or tell them that you're, you're
0: – or shred up – like put like raw chicken in a blender and just put it in the top – in the container. And when they go to grab it, they'll be like, what the hell? And then they'll never do it
1: again. <laughs> that would also be pretty gross.
0: That would be funny though. Then just give it to the dog. All right, let's jump into our third and final topic, and that is—hold on, where's my button? Oh my god, I can't where's find the button. Where's your button? I can't find it. There's too many options in this. You
1: have way too many buttons open, Jay.
0: And now I zoomed in randomly under your face and onto your nose. It was really scary. All right, our third and final topic for the day is the most common. Don't- Made obstacles to success. So Dylan, I'm going to let you take this one first. You are the, you're our sales director. You handle most of our customer support. Uh, what do you think is when clients are worried about joining coaching or when they're getting ready to, when they're leaving, when they're, when they're leaving coaching because they say they're not ready? What are the, the top things that you hear that are completely, they're, they're, they're valid, but they're, they're self made obstacles.
2: I think the biggest one far and away is, is fear of some sort. Mm -hmm. Um, because people, we, we, we want to grow and we want to change ourselves and you might want to lose weight, but you're afraid of, you're afraid of failure. Like, what if you fail? What if you sign up for this? And, and you don't make any progress, you know, are you wasting your time? There's that fear in the back of your head of, of failure. And that, that really stops a lot of people from doing a lot of things. Um, I actually, just <laughs> it was an interesting time because I an article that I a post I made in the group just yesterday was about that very thing. And if you let fear kind of be your driver, you just it's just gonna cause you to go back into your comfort zone and retreat and stay the same. So um, that is very much a self-made obstacle. I'm not saying that fear is not real or that it, it serves a purpose, certainly. But the idea if you really want to change the one thing that we can remove for our, for our, for ourselves and the obstacle that we put in place, is that obstacle of fear? Just meet it head on. You're supposed to just go meet that, and you'll bust past it. And you realize most of the time that your fears are irrational if you just have the courage to face them.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. And I think I think one of the bigger things that the 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 fear thing is, is real. And I think that that fear is causes people to look for for a lot of for I mean excuses basically. And I think the biggest one people fall back on is, is time. Um, you know, the, one yep. the, the other one is, and, and it's a valid one, but it's, it's valid, but it's invalid. And that's, that's the cost associated with it. Now, if you look at it from a, you know, I, I hate the, Oh, if you cut out a cu- cup of Starbucks a day and you'll pay for it, nobody wants to cut out their coffee. That's, that's silly. But if you look at it from a long-term perspective, you're, you're paying now or later, right? You're going to pay more later if you don't take care of yourself now and less upfront. Um, but Outside of that, I don't want to get into that topic because it's very detailed. Yeah, it's very detailed and people get passionate about it. Um, but the the biggest one is time. People don't they don't make time for themselves. They always say, Oh, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time. But how many hours a day? I mean, are you on Facebook? Let's say we're not on, I'm not on for hours of the day. Have are you on for four 15-minute intervals throughout the day?
2: And the thing when you say time, that that ties back to what we talked about earlier, which was structuring your day for and prioritizing things. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, I mean, time is a factor, but there might be some ways you can rearrange things to make time seem easier to manage.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that, uh, I think that it's a... Um, a perspective thing right you need like you just it's, it's not it's not it's a time budgeting issue and you know you're not prioritizing if, if you're saying well i can't take the the 20 minutes a day in the first two weeks it takes to plan my meals it's too much work then you're just not you're not ready for it and and you're your own obstacle um just like we talked about yesterday with cory not being ready um and in the right mindset is is one of the biggest obstacles that anybody can face for sure what do you think
1: um I, there's there's a lot of things, and they've really all come down to one, your values and two your perspective, right is what are you actually valuing? Um, if you really valued your health and wellness above everything else, you would make that the singular focus, right? Like you would dedicate all of your time to do that. but most of us, value other things above it. And that's not right or wrong. That's just kind of what we choose to do, right? Like job security, um, our family, all those sorts of things we prioritize over kind of our health and wellness. And that's just kind of a, a result of just modern society, modern value structure, et cetera. Um, and then the last one, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. As I think the other piece is just like, what's your perspective, right? Is how do you view the challenge in front of you? And most of us kind of, make these challenges much bigger than they actually are in our head. Like if you break down like a health and fitness journey is even like a substantial transformative life-changing thing is, you know, a series of probably 365 days, right? Like one after the other, after the other.
2: So do, I was, what I was going to ask Brad is, do you think that's like a, uh, um, like geared towards, would you say it's a problem of people, people's inability, or maybe not inability, but um, they don't think we don't often think long term, do you think it's, do you think it's focusing on short term stuff when we really should be focusing on long term? Do you find that to be true?
1: Um, I think part of it is we're most of us, myself included, are so wrapped up in the the daily survival mechanisms, right? right? Of like, what do I have to do today, to make sure my future set for tomorrow, right? And so much of that is like, what do I have to do for my job? What do I have to do for this? What do I have to do for that? And I also think it's, you know, we kind of put ourselves and our society has put ourselves in these structures that kind of force all that, our values to be certain things. And I think that's yeah. it's just no normal, right? That's kind of just typical daily stuff for us at this point. Yeah, agreed. You guys hear all the construction going on outside my house? Yeah, I can. What are doing? Obnoxious. I don't even know. So Get up you're you're old go out you're
0: in your 30s man that's when it's allowed to go out there and yell at people for making noise
1: yeah
0: well yeah like get out there and be like i i i you gotta shake your fist though yeah just get out there you get a rake and be like do you understand what time it is it's working hours and we're supposed to be working at home you're ruining this you do have to do your your best old man voice yeah that's part of it too get off my lawn (laughs) Yeah, like come on, get off my Do you know, get, you can be, my grandfather I remember used to get a ruler out and measure his lawn to make sure it was all even height
2: Oh man, should,
0: uh, should I just go out there and be like, do you know who I am? they will be like, no, and I'll be like "Ah, neither do I, I I am Dr. Bradley P. Dieter PhD extraordinaire That's how yeah. you, can I introduce you like that in person, like in serious things, all together, you're like, this is Bradley P. Dieter, PhD extraordinaire
1: now people be like, what is that? I'll be like, I don't know. You just
0: made it up. <laughs> this is Brad Dieter, PhD. And like PhDE, yeah, PhD extraordinaire.
2: Wow. <laughs> Let's
0: see if I can give you extra just see how many letters I can add into your name. Just just all of them. Yeah, all of them. That'd be perfect. So I mean there, there are a lot of obstacles that everybody can face. I think the, the biggest one, and and going back to what we've talked about and what we talked about yesterday with Corey, and that and that's just You have to be ready for it. And, and when you're, when you're ready for a change, I, we have thousands of successful clients who will, who will attest to it. Once they were ready, they, they had excuses. I had excuses. All of us have had excuses. And once you're ready for that change, the excuses are gone. You find a way to overcome, right? I don't have money to, to, to do anything, but we found. $75 this week to, to go out with our friends, you know, and, and we can, we, I can't find time to do this, but, oh, I found time to binge watch, to rewatch the entire series of Parks and Rec on, Rec on Netflix, right? We found time to do that um, because you wanted to. If you really want to, you'll find time and overcome your obstacles. And some of them need more help. You know, not all of them are easy things to overcome. Transportation needs ta- ta- Some people need help with their time management. Um, and Brad, if people are looking for, for help navigating obstacles and overcoming them, where would be a, a really good
1: place for them to go? I know just the place, actually. Where's that? Macrosinc.net. Oh slash services. And you can sign up for coaching. You can even get a two-week free trial if you're feeling very fancy. Oh my god. 2 weeks, two whole if You're feeling weeks. very extraordinaire, You can get a 2 week free trial. Two whole weeks. That's
0: free. Two important. whole weeks. And then after
1: that, it's
0: monthly coaching with a 3 month minimum commitment and you can cancel anytime after your 3 months is up, but we do require that 3 month commitment because part of our, our our end is holding you accountable and we do that by requiring you to commit to 3 months and we hold you to that commitment.
2: And at the end of 3 months, you get a you get an orange lightsaber
0: that is autographed by Jay White. Yeah, no, no, you don't. I want my own right. lightsaber. A real one. Like a a real, real Star Wars one. Yes, a real one. It will cut right through. It will cut your sandwiches. and You don't have to worry about kids stealing your macros. You just sit that lightsaber out and just slice their finger.
2: Oh.
0: Well, the when star- you, know you are going to
2: make your own, right? Like you are going to make your own uh, lightsaber when you go to Disney, the, the Star Wars theme park,
0: right? Uh, well, I was supposed to go there in March, but it got canceled. So oh, yeah. it ruined Disney for me. I'll never go.
1: I was supposed to go to Mexico in ten days, but that's not happening. Oh, were you really? Yeah, my first <laughs> vacation in three years. So the, oh, so
2: that was, was going to be you and your wife, or who who I was going? Wow.
1: Uh, yeah, and my family was going to go too.
2: Dang, dude. Well, right here,
1: man. I'm not.
0: Stay home and work. Don't take that's, time. That's what I I'm doing. If you had, Gail wants to know, if you had to make a budget choice between a gym membership or nutritional coaching with Macros Inc, obviously, which is the better choice? Which will be most beneficial? Is it possible to see loss and gains without both? Um, so first I would say that the choice is individualized, right? It, it depends on your circumstance. Most people, um, can figure out. So I would, I would. Typically lean towards coaching, and here's why: most people can go to a gym and figure out what to do. And most people, when you get a gym membership, uh, gyms count on you not going. So the majority of people get a gym membership and never go again. Um, so if you, you know, that that just proves that we need somebody there poking us, saying, "Go do it, do it, do it," and checking in on you. And that's what you get with coaching. Um, so I would I would say coaching would for most people be the better choice, especially if you're not. Great with your diet. Your diet, in my opinion, should be in
1: line before your training.
0: And Brett, what do you th- and bread, what do you think? Would what do you think?
1: Yeah, I really say it's it's individualized and it's more of where you at in your journey, right? Like if you have all the skills that you need, and you just need some accountability. Um, I'd say you maybe your gym membership's a little more important because you can find other accountability. Um, if you need actual coaching, like that's really where you need to put your energy because you can I mean, you can work with a coach will give you a billion ways to be successful without a gym.
0: Mm-hmm. great mr miller
2: i think you guys put it succinctly there's not much more i can uh i can add there that's pretty much sums it up
0: can you make can you see loss in gains with uh and games without a gym and training
2: without a gym
0: can you see is it possible to lose weight and gain muscle without both training and nutrition coaching.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you certainly could. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it depends on. And again, this is kind of ties into the point that you just talked about. It, it would this would be a matter of let's sit down and figure out what you're what you're trying to accomplish and what your goals are. Yeah. Um, once you define those things, you can get a, a better answer. Um, I would say that if you do the training component, if you are really hone in that, if you're like like Jay said, if if the diet is there. Um, and that's in line. You can stack the training on top of that. And that's going to take your training to a, a mm-hmm. better level. So they complement one of them. So, I mean, I always think that's going to be the best, but again, it depends on where you're at in your life. Like, what do you right. need? What do you need to focus on more?
0: Yeah. And, and I would say that, you know, we, we can obviously lose weight without training. Um, So I, I would, and, you can, you can work out at home if we, if we have to, there are other options, you know, maybe, maybe your goal is first, let's lose some weight and do body weight exercises to build a foundation because you've never worked out really consistently before. So we'll do body weight while we're doing, uh, while we're focusing on nutrition. And then once we get you know down to a certain weight, we get your nutrition under, then you say, okay, I, I have my nutrition down. I'm going to add in a gym and and, and we're good. Um, or maybe you decide, I'm just going to, I, I, I actually really enjoy running and body weight stuff. And that's what you want to stick to. So you can make progress. You, and then, but I would say if your goal is weight loss, you definitely should go with nutrition first because you're not going to out, you're not going to out train a bad diet. It's just not, unless you're running ultra marathons, you know, you running 10, 20 miles a day, you, you need to get your nutrition in line because you're not going to outrun it. Yep. So. If anybody else has any questions, go ahead and ask them. Otherwise, we're going to be getting out of here pretty soon because we are just about that time. And uh, Brad has a thing of food sitting in front of eat, and you can hear his that stomach. That's not construction.
1: That is Brad's stomach. Can you hear that's my dog chewing about now. That's- <laughs> this, this is the hard part when your wife works nights and she sleeps during the day, and you like have to try to manage all that and then jump on lives. You're just like, this is a disaster.
0: Yeah, this is why we each need bread. So what I need you to do is go into the macro zinc budget and find studios. So we can just like, like, in, like studios that we can just build into our houses. And um, I looked they're like $4,000. So find
1: $8,000 for each of us. And we'll just make little soundproof booths. I had a better idea. And then I would buy a condo in downtown Spokane and I would turn it into a studio and I would rent out podcast slots and I would cover the payment on it and then I could use it. Okay, yeah, let's do that here and
0: we'll we'll do that in both places. Deal. Okay. So, I think that's it, guys. Um if anybody has any questions, feel free to make a post. Well, let's review what we did today first. Let's let's review what we've learned, kids. Um so, first thing we covered was staying on track. Dylan, if you had to give one tip uh, to your number one tip for staying on track while working from home with fitness and with, with your diet. What would that be staying on number one tip for staying on track with your diet while working from home?
2: Try to set, try to set out a plan, try to stick mm-hmm. to it and modify it as needed, but keep practicing that. Mm-hmm. Keep practicing whatever structure you think and keep fine tuning that until you've got something that works for you.
0: Perfect. Um, Brad, I'll take the second one since the I'll take the second one since that doesn't apply to you. What do you think is the co- most common self-made obstacle to success? What do you What do you think you can do? Yeah, what do you think you can? Oh man, that's a hard one to review. Uh, what is your number one tip to overcome your self-made
1: obstacles? To success? Change your narrative. Change the stories you tell yourself. Right, I think I think a lot of things accumulate into an, a self narrative of, I can't do this, I won't do this, I can't be successful, I don't have time to. How can I make this a priority, and how can I actually do this? And it may take a while for that narrative to change, and it may take a while for those pieces and the mechanics of that to happen. But start changing your narrative, and that'll be the best way to overcome any of the obstacles. Because really, fundamentally almost every single obstacle has a solution. Mm -hmm. Some of them are great solutions. Some of them are less than ideal, but they're still better than what you currently have. Mm -hmm. And so giving yourself that narrative of, I can solve the problem and I can figure this out. And I actually do value this. Changing that narrative is really important.
2: Taking, taking a, taking practice to find that is, is also can be kind of the challenging, but yet you can make it fun. Try to enjoy the pursuit of that. Cause I think those are really good points. Yeah.
0: and the the largest uh nutrition and fitness obstacles faced with having children how to overcome your and then to overcome obstacles you're facing with your diet and training from from family we'll put family uh, i think and that's just have a have a frank conversation with, with with everybody in the house that's involved with it and and just say listen here's here's a plan i came up with that doesn't affect any of you this is how i'm going to do it um and you can either support me or not but i'm going to do it and i i, I think that when, when you tell them like, it's not going to affect you, this is for me, I'm taking care of it. I just need, I just want you to be aware that this is what I'm doing. Um, I think that goes a a long way. I think a lot of people, when they say, Oh, I'm going to start dieting, you know, the other people in the house think that they have to diet too. And I think that you making it clear that it doesn't affect you. This is affecting me. We can still go out to a restaurant. I just might not eat. I'll, I'll sit there. I might just have a salad. I might have half of, I might order a, a meal. Maybe we could split something. Maybe we, you, instead of normally we get a medium pizza and we each eat half of it. Maybe we get a small and I only have two slices and you can have the rest. Um, you know, may, things like that, where it's the same life and you're the one who's modified really, I think it makes a big difference with people. So so all right guys well i think we are out of here if anybody has any questions or anything make a post in the group tag brad morgan ask him he loves to uh answer all your questions especially ask him about keto diets those are his absolute favorite um otherwise brad and i will see you tomorrow thank you very much for coming on dylan
1: same macro macro time
0: same macro place i'll
2: be watching you guys tomorrow
0: yeah thanks for coming on appreciate it and see you guys later take care peace out Thanks so much for checking out this episode of MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.